You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Let's go racing drivers! Unbelievable! It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside, they touch once, twice. Oh boy, here we go, this is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host. One of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Well, here we go, the second hour of power. It is the premier home for motorsports. It is Race Central on the radio. We also have that little TV uh, gig we do, Race Central TV. You can uh, watch it anywhere you can hear my voice. And right here in the Mile High on Denver Comcast, Amazon Prime, Roku, streaming, uh, my lord, uh, but the, probably the easiest way to find us is at racecentralmedia.com. I did post up the uh, Bob Pocker story I alluded to on my Facebook page, uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen, if you'd like to take a look. It's a pretty interesting read. Uh, uh, as I say, Bob is, is obviously very, very good at what he does. Um, you know, as, as I was saying, you know, the the quote-unquote offseason is, is really not much of an offseason as uh, Chili Bowl starts off the, the 10th or the 15th. So basically next, next week, the whole world, uh, uh, everybody's eyes will be focused on uh, the Tulsa Expo Center. It'll probably be a balmy, like, negative something. Uh, at least the year I was there a few years ago, it was like five or six when I met Lee Spencer. It's, uh, it was like four days. Uh, three were okay. One was absolutely beautiful, and there was a huge uh, national uh, wrestling convention going on uh, next door in uh, uh, the new the new Expo Center, and uh, a bunch of friends of mine here with their kids that were wrestling. It was like sixty five degrees, and the next day it was like like four degrees with like thirty mile an hour gusts. I mean, walking through the parking lot was was. It took every ounce of your being uh, to get inside. And then ironically, and I'm not sure if it was because of the weather or or what, but they have huge fans that are one end of the uh, the Expo Center because you're in this, this building. It's huge with thousands of people and a dirt track in the middle. And, of course, you know, lots of, 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 of exhaust and – and those cars run uh, on on alcohol or methanol, and it's that stuff is nasty. And then, of course, all the dust and the stuff. And they're really there's what they call the chili bowl flu, which is really a real thing. And that's where I, I always tease with Lee Spencer about the uh, the N95 mask she gave me like six years ago with a little fan in the middle that I still have. It's hanging in my office. I never thought that that would be a thing. Um. But it's really advised that you wear it because after three or four days of breathing all the 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 you know alcohol and methanol fumes, the dirt, the dust, the yes everything, it's very common for people to get like this this nasty dry hack that stays with you forever. Fortunately, I wore my mask. There's no intention. There's no political statement there or uh, intended to be. But the Chili Bowl is going to our mask because there is such thing as the Chili Bowl flu. But the fans, something happened. And I don't remember what exactly it was. 
but it got really bad. And I was there with a really, really neat guy, uh, a very famous former engine builder in NASCAR that built motors for Childress and Petty and stuff, and, and just a great guy. And he came up from, from Phoenix to hang out with me for a couple days. And uh, he was the one who introduced me to Lee. It got so um, – there was so much haze and smoke and, and stuff. You literally – and we're down in the infield – uh, when the cars are going by us at a million miles an hour, you know, three feet away, you could barely see the stands. And it got really, really janky. And so as they were coming up to the A-Main, I said, I said, I'm out. And we'd done all our schmoozing and boozing and, you know, elbow rubbing and stuff. So we uh, we Googled the closest the closest Hooters <laughs> to the scene for days was in this Hooters watching the Chili Bowl on Mav TV, on every TV in Hooters, and it was nice and warm and cozy, and I didn't have to, to breathe a bunch of uh, nitromethane and, 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 and dust and dirt and yuck and everything, which was kind of funny. It's, it's kind of like going to the Super Bowl and watching it on TV at the hotel next door. Uh, but what can I tell you? It, uh, it is what we do. It, it's on Race Central, the drive, 3 to 5 here on the Premier Home. Watch Race Central TV. Visit us on the web at racecentralmedia.com. Ha! Huh. Uh, you can tweet at us. At Race Central, whatever your thing is. And if you'd like to put together a phone call at 303-844-3776, maybe you have a question for uh, Photo Joe Starr. We're going to go uh, NASCAR conversation, a little bit of local Joe segment right here coming up next at RaceCentralMedia.com. I want to drive. Get the car off the trailer. Now, back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. That's about a quarter after the hour. It is the uh, second hour of power. Uh, that first hour went very uh, went fast. Holy cow! It's what happens when you take uh, I guess a couple of weeks off. Uh, oh boy! And we're not going anywhere. We'll uh, we'll be right back here next Friday from three to five to drive our normal time, and uh, to follow everything we do, uh, you can do so at Twitter at Race Central, also uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. Uh, we will have our uh, cars and coffee tomorrow. We'll be indoors at the uh, WeatherTech Retail Store in Broomfield. Uh, money's uh, raised or donations, all that good stuff. Uh, portions go to the American Red Cross for all the fire victims. Don't have to bring your shiny, fancy car. We'll be inside and uh, having a good time. We'll have racing on the massive big TV. Also, a uh, a, a friend and a, and a guy that actually helped give me a, a break, uh, per se, in my in my career, uh, Kevin Kalkoven, who uh, well, basically owned the Champ Car World Series, with uh, he and Paul Genalozzi and won uh, the, the 2013 Indy 500 with uh, Tony Kanaan, uh passed away at the age of 77, non-COVID related, but uh, sad, sad to see him go. Great wit, great humor, and just a very, very uh, fascinating man and actually gave me uh, my job uh, along with uh, another good friend and a great guy, Bob Sutton of Centrix, uh, when I started announcing the Denver Grand Prix and ended up being the uh, the here and there announcer for the Champ Car World Series. So, Godspeed, uh, Kevin Kalkoven. Uh, you know him, you love him. Uh, he writes great stuff. Uh, it's uh, a photo, Joe Star, BigWestRacing dot com, and uh, Joey. So, I guess um, let's let's start off local Joe segment. What is the weather done for or not done for racing on the home front? Well, we were uh, going to make up the race. The third race of the winter series at the I-76 Speedway in Fort Morgan, 
was originally scheduled for last Sunday, but uh, with the snowstorm and stuff, it was postponed till this Sunday. Well, welcome to Colorado with the uh, the snowstorms coming in one right after another, which we do need the moisture, so don't get me wrong. But the uh, the forecast with the snow on the ground and the forecast of the temperatures not being very high, not supposed to get out of the 30s tomorrow, uh, excuse me, not tomorrow, but on Sunday. So the, uh, the January Winter Series race has been canceled and... Uh, we will continue with the schedule, and the next, the fourth race of the Winter Series at I-76 will take place on uh, February 6th on Sunday. Yeah. Now, didn't you, weren't you competing in that a couple of years ago, or have I lost my mind? It was more than a couple of years ago. It was, I think it was, <laughs> wasn't it 2007 or 2008? Oh, and, my uh, Lord. I, uh, I got to go out there and do that, and uh, we got three races in that year. Uh, the third race... Uh, was supposed to take place while I was in Las Vegas shooting the cup race. That got postponed, and uh, I got back in time to run the last race of that season. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know how anybody learns to drive a race car driving 10-lap heat races and stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, running 100 laps, you know, at a time, it was uh, – uh, <laughs> you, you do a lot of things. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's survival of the fittest. Just keep turning laps in those Enduros. Just turn laps and turn laps. Turn laps, turn laps, and hopefully not too much of turn rights. And we're talking to Photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. We're doing a little local Joe segment. Uh, um, when, when does things really start to kind of warm up, quote-unquote, in earnest uh, here in the front range on all the local tracks? Well, I got some schedules from uh, some of the local dirt tracks. They're going to start racing in April. Um, they got some practice at El Paso County, April 2nd and 9th. They kick off the season on the 23rd. Uh, Phillips County Raceway kicks off the season on April 16th. And I do not have a schedule yet for my 76, but I expect them to be started to race in, uh, sometime in April also. And isn't, uh, CNS also in April sometime? CNS is the current schedule that's out shows them racing the last weekend in april yeah yeah good well it's uh i can't believe we're already talking about april it seems like my god it's all you know we're over the last two years gone and uh it, it's yeah, here, here we here we go again um uh the, the 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 bush light clash uh yeah and you and i talked about going to chili bowl but scheduling and and with everything going on in the world just not going to work out but I still may be going out there and doing some uh, TV work for another network. I, I don't know yet. I, it's, uh, I'll probably get a phone call at like 12.01 in the morning on Monday, and they'll say, can you be here by, you know, 11 o'clock or something like that, because that's, that's how that deal usually works. But uh, so, some rumors about the maybe moving the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, I believe Super Bowl is indoors at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. The, uh, the L.A. Coliseum is uh, nuzzled up nicely next to Compton, California, and is an outdoor stadium. So, but, but have you heard anything about this potentially being maybe restricted attendance? I mean, what what do the the uh, the, the the Big West Racing gnomes tell Joe Starr? Well, the Super Bowl was supposed to take place at the new what is it Wi-Fi Stadium out there in in California. But the governor, oh, that's right. What am I thinking? He's, he has said that it's going to take place, and he doesn't like the talk of the, the being moved to Jolly Jerry's World there in Dallas. So anyway, it's full speed ahead for the Super Bowl in L.A. At, according to the L.A. people, uh, the weekend of the fifth and the sixth of February in L.A., uh, we're supposed to have the uh, the Spears SRL race at Irwindale, the Western Shootout, or the whatever it is, uh, I 
apologize for not knowing the exact name, but anyway, the shootout at Irwindale is supposed to take place on the 5th at uh, there in, um, well, of course, Irwindale, California. Well, the next, at that same time, they're supposed to be qualifying and practicing for the uh, the Bushlight Clash there at the Los Angeles Coliseum. They're going to spend over a million dollars building that temporary track. Uh, now, there are some, uh, there are, you have to be fully vaccinated or uh, have taken a COVID test 72 hours before and have a negative test. Uh, you're supposed to wear masks uh, the whole time you're there at the uh, the Coliseum unless you're actively eating or drinking, it says. So uh, right now, those are still on. Um, we, You all see the news. You see what's going on in California with yeah. the spread of the, the variant. Uh, so we will just uh, plan on that uh, until we hear differently. Yeah, that's right. I had it backwards. Yes, it's supposed to be at SoFi, and Jerry World has been potentially the, the fallback. I had my, I had my, uh, uh, my minutia and my my uh, bold faced lies back uh, uh, turned around. Well, with, with everything that's going on and everything changing from day to day, I can understand how you could possibly get get confused on some of this stuff. Yeah, plus I'm not I'm not very smart either. Um, so let's uh, and we've got some Coloradans going out for the. Uh, uh, for the SRL race, if I'm not mistaken, we we got about 30 seconds left. So, Joe, we're gonna I'm gonna have you answer this, and we're gonna keep you another segment. We, we got a lot to get to, but we've got some really good Coloradans going out. Should be a hell of a show. Jace Hansen's going out. They're driving a car for Jim Egley, and they're also bringing another car for Mark Neff. Uh, Cody Dempster, whose uh, grandfather was uh, a pit on the pit crew for uh, Jim Thurkettle, is also going out there now. Cody recovered from the concussion he had last year, and the doctors have cleared him. It's full speed ahead for Cody. That's good stuff. Uh, it's PhotoJoeStarBigWestRacing.com. You can go to the website during the break if you like. Uh, you can also go to our website, RaceCentralMedia.com. Joey, we got a lot to get to, so we're going to make you uh, stick around and listen to a, a bunch of obnoxious uh, commercials. And uh, we got we got a lot to get to. It's PhotoJoeStarBigWestRacing.com, the local Joe segment. One of my favorite guys out there. Uh, and uh, read his stuff. It's good. BigWestRacing.com and RaceCentralMedia.com. We're back after this. Wow, 1970 all over again. I love it. Nice drop there, Sid the Kid. Uh, man, I'm dancing. Dancing Kurt Hansen. That's <laughs> a friend of mine used to call me. He was crazy, too. Uh, again, uh, tomorrow uh, we are on at WeatherTech Retail Store for the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show. Car Show. Uh, uh, portion of everything sold the food the whole deal donations are certainly uh, welcome and all proceeds go to the american red cross for the fire victims that literally i mean just standing in the parking lot you can you, you can smell the smoke and, and and see the devastation which was uh pretty hairy so we were pre we were pre-evac it was a it was a very very uh, sad but also very um uh, interesting evening to, to, to say the least uh, we're talking to photo joe star from BigWestRacing.com. Uh, Joey, I'm not going to go uh, um, uh, uh, Chili Bowl Nationals yet, but I am going to talk a little World of Outlaws. It's a big story on your site. Uh, they had a record year last year, and now um, even bigger purses, uh, you know, multi-million dollar points fund with new surprises and sponsors. 80 events from February to November. The first one's February 10th. Boy, the end of January to, to mid-February, every racing series in the world is is 
firing up. I mean, it's going to be, we're going to be watching a lot of TV, my man. But, um, uh, yeah, they kick it off February 10th in Volusia. Is this the Kyle Larson effect? Well, it it very well could be. When Kyle left NASCAR uh, and spent that year or half a year uh, kicking everybody's butt in every dirt track race he ran, uh, I think a lot of excitement uh, uh, came about by it. Uh, Dirt track racing by itself is exciting. Uh, Cars sliding sideways, uh, turning right to turn left. Uh, uh, You know, it's it's a little bit different kind of sport than than oval track on the pavement. Uh, Both are exciting. Uh, Don't don't start writing those cards and letters saying I saying one's better than the other. Um, you know, it's, uh, can I give out your phone number and email Joe? <laughs> well, my phone number's everywhere. Yeah, Anybody yeah, really yeah, wanted yeah, to call yeah, me yeah, has yeah. it. How frightening. Uh, but you know, I, I think that Kyle Larson brought some attention to the sport and, uh, got everybody excited about it. When you look at, uh, and, and, you know, when the dirt track racers, so you look at, uh, NASCAR, uh, a lot of the better drivers, some of the better drivers came with a with a dirt background. Mm-hmm. Tony Stewart, uh, Christopher Bell, um, you know Kyle, Kyle Larson, Larson. <laughs> uh, as, as we used to say it uh, up there R- at Ryan National, Newman. my buddy Alpha. Yeah, Ryan when Newman. Get, <laughs> when somebody gets tagged, uh, you can tell the guys that were brought up on their dirt. The Alf used to say they're rock solid. They they get hit sideways and they just put their foot in the gas and continue on. Yeah, uh, and you know we're not going to talk about the Chili Bowl yet, but I will say the last five winners of the Chili Bowl. Kyle Larson's won the last two, and before that, uh, Christopher Bell won the next three. So the last five Chili Bowls have been won by NASCAR drivers. Think Rico Abreug this year could upset that apple cart. He's kind of been, he's kind of been, he's kind of been under the radar for the last couple years. Well, uh, before those five that the NASCAR won, uh, Rico Rico had won the the ones before that uh, for two years, I believe it was. Yeah. Uh, So Rico. and I believe, what was it about Rico? Has he got a full-time ride, or is it... Uh, yeah, I believe he's got a full-time outlaw ride. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's an excellent driver. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe the... Let's see, one of the Chili Bowls I was at, I believe Rico won. Um, uh, I know Kevin Swindell had won uh, some, and I... You know, you're you're right about the Chili Bowl flu. Being down <laughs> on there on the work, the, 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 the floor in the, in the middle of that... Uh, um, Truly, you should be wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah. I still have the mask that uh, I was telling the story. I, well, were you listening earlier when I was telling my Lee Spencer story? Because I still yeah. have I have that mask with the little fan in the middle of it, and I, who, I and I always tease her about it. It's like who'd ever thought that would be a thing, right? But uh, it is. But, but it is the chili bowl flu is is a real is a real thing. I was. I, I didn't get it bad, but I, I was I had a bit of a cough and a hack. But thank God we bailed out to the Hooters around the corner, and and uh, everybody that we had seen for four days prior inside the uh, Expo Center was also there at Hooters watching the race. So uh, I got So this kid, uh, it looks like it's a big story on BigWestRacing.com. Photo Joe Star, one of our favorites. Uh, this eighteen-year-old kid, this Noah Gas from. Uh, um, uh, I, I believe is it is it uh, Nebraska, Kansas? Where the hell is he from? I'm, I'm from just, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, that's right. I've heard of Oklahoma. Um, this kid's supposed to be the real deal. Well, and I don't think is is he 18 or is he a little younger than that? Uh, I'm trying to bring it up right now. Uh, um, it says at least in your story that it does uh, say 18, doesn't it? Yeah, and he's <laughs> and he's going to run. He's going to run for rookie of the year. Wow! Right, but did did you see the other people he's running? 
for Rookie of the Year against. <laughs> yeah, I did. That includes Casey Kane. Yeah. Casey's going to run full-time, How too. How does Casey Kane qualify as a Rookie of the Year? I'm not really sure because he has run with him before, and uh, you know he's got a lot of uh, a lot of experience. But I guess he's never run a full season with the uh, the World of Outlaws, so I'm not really sure. I I would uh, be raising my hand questioning that if I was the 18 year old parents, uh, saying, "Wait a second, this guy's no rookie." Yeah, I think I think it's just, it's just like NASCAR. You can only have a certain number of starts to still be considered. Yeah, it is Oklahoma. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, um, but uh, I, you know. I'm serious, man. Uh, won't they be? God, I, I, and I hope Joe Bellum can put together another outlaw show. That that show at Calhan was was something special. That that I, you know, it's I can remember the last show we ever had at Rocky Mountain uh, in the rain. That um, <laughs> that, that uh, oh God, I'm drawing a complete um, uh, ah. A blank on uh, uh, the crowd, Craig Delansky, the crowd pleaser, um, who now owns, he owns, he owns, is it a track in Oklahoma now he owns? Isn't Delansky the one that's taken over the uh, Dodge City Motorsports Complex? That's it, Dodge City, wherever the hell that is, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's taken over Dodge City. I've been meaning to reach out to him. Uh, but, yeah, he won the last show ever at, at Rocky Mountain Speedway. And, uh, man, the Outlaws, they just... They they get it, man. They they that's a that's a that's a show. That was I guess why they call it this greatest show on dirt, right? Well, the outlaws are just badass fast. I mean, that's what people come to see with the outlaws. They are so fast on the dirt, you just you just can't believe it. Colorado National, when it was dirt, uh, to to watch Sammy Swindell flat footed around the half mile track up there, flat footed, never even lifted. Yeah, it's just we, incredible. They used to do that the Harvest uh, Classic at Calistoga in California, which is I, I used to take all my friends. They thought I was crazy until they went once, and then they were like, "Are we going again? Are we going again? Are we going?" And it's uh, yeah, it's it's almost a mile, and that was back in the day when they had the movable wings, and you could stand down the corners and watch Wolfgang uh, hit one hand in it with the, the 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 left hand and trimming the wing out. Uh, in the corner and straight, flattened it out for the straightaways. Never put the right hand on the wheel. Just was working the wing all the way around until they did did away with the hydraulics. It was a, it was a sight to truly uh, behold. And I, I hope we can get a show back here soon. I I don't know if Joey's got anything in the works. I talked to him the other day, but man, I, I would do that. King of the Wings, though, is coming back to CNS, right? King of the Wings are on the schedule um, now, and I have not looked at it, but I. I was at the ERA meeting on uh, Tuesday night, and the Inglewood Racing Association Supermodifieds, and uh, Chris Mueller, who's been running with the King of the Wings, said they've had a name change. Uh, league one or one league, I haven't had a chance to sit down and look all that up, but uh, uh, what was or is the King of the Wings is on the schedule for Colorado National Speedway. So do you know who's the favorite to win this year's Daytona 500? Well, we got a new generation of cars, and uh, we haven't seen any testing yet, but... Uh, you can't go wrong by just saying, uh, uh, just pick one. <laughs> uh, Joey's got as good a chance as anybody, I would assume. Denny Hamlin, uh, uh, Casey, uh, yeah. Um, Do you want me to read, read them off Elliot. to you? Yeah, Elliot would be, Elliot would have to be one that you're, uh, you're, uh, would be a favorite. Now, he's also in, entered in the Chili Bowl, too. Um, but, yeah, there's any number of people. And again, everything's changed. With the new generation car, uh, it's it's uh, we we really should take a look at what the uh, practice at uh, the, the the clash is going to be, and then uh, the early practices at uh, 
at Daytona Beach and see what kind of speed each of the cars have and uh, and how the drivers are, uh, um, well, how they're uh, feeling about the new car. That Lee Spencer and Pacras, who were on a couple of weeks ago, both say the car makes a very weird, cool sound as it goes by. It's got a completely different arrow whoosh to it. And I don't know if it's because of the of the uh, the way the pipes are mounted or the angles they're on or whatever. She says it sounds like nothing she's ever heard uh, in the in the in the past. And the car makes a whoosh sound when it goes by that it is truly kind of uh, uh, earth shattering. I'm excited. The car looks cool as hell. I'm excited to uh, to get it going, Joey. Uh, great to always have you on. It's a photo joke star, BigWestRacing.com. I'm going to give the Daytona 500 odds after the break, so that I can uh, let Joe go back and do all this great writing on Big West, and uh, hopefully, I'll have a, a place and a time for the 15th annual Race Central Daytona 500 party. So, as soon as I know that, Joe, I will uh, be happy to let you know. Appreciate that. All right, my man. Be good. Say hi to your lovely bride. Uh, stay safe. Stay warm. And uh, keep doing the great work you do over at BigWestRacing.com. And, Joey, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. We'll All talk right, to there, you there he goes. Yep. Photo Joe Star. One of the best out there, truly. Uh, it is Race Central on the radio. I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. It's Race Central The Drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch. And at RaceCentralMedia.com, uh, we'll see you at the WeatherTech Retail Store tomorrow. If you'd like to bring a donation, uh, something to perishable, non-perishable, or gift card or whatever will be taking donations for the american red cross for the fire victims a portion of all the sales and the food sales are also going to the american red cross we'll be filming it for tv we'll also be starting a new uh, a new little gig we're going to be doing facebook live uh through, throughout the whole event from nine to one which is our winter hours so you can watch us on uh, facebook slash kurt hansen and uh a lot of fun i uh, love to see you up there Support the people that uh, that need the help. It is Race Central on the radio. Last call and Daytona 500 odds after this. Welcome back to the premier home for motorsports for two decades. The blowtorch for motorsports on Race Central Radio. It fires me up, man. On ESPN Radio AM 1600 with the award-winning host, Kurt Hansen. Well, we're back. It is last call. It is uh, 47 minutes after the hour. Hope you all had a very happy and safe uh, holiday season. It's uh, it's time to it's time to get it on though, man. The racing season is here. It's just around the corner. Uh, the roar before the twenty four is, uh, I believe, thirteen days away, which is very very cool. The uh, Chili Bowl Nationals next week. That'll be a good one. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if we're going to do a Chili Bowl National watch party. We did one a couple years ago, but uh, I don't know. It uh, was scheduling and. And everything that's going on, it's just, uh, it is what it is. But I do believe that uh, we will have uh, our 15th annual Daytona 500 uh, Monster Bash uh, location will be announced very soon. You can, uh, the easiest thing to do is go to racecentralmedia.com and sign up for our newsletter, as tens of thousands of people have. Uh, Or you can follow us on Twitter or uh, Facebook slash Kurt Hansen. If you want to like us, so. Go to Facebook slash Kurt Hansen's Race Central Television or Media or Kurt Hansen's uh, or Race Central Car Shows, I should say, also, because my page is uh, kind of kind of fold up, as we might say. Uh, if you're a regular, you know, I get the opportunity to drive some really, really am- amazing cars. And 
And uh, with the pandemic and everything, it kind of it kind of slowed down a lot of the the press cars and delivery. And uh, as far as I know, I'm the only radio and TV talent in uh, in the state that actually uh, gets to drive all these really cool cars. And I have to tell you, uh, I just had the Honda, the 2022 Civic 1.5 four door touring. That is incredibly impressive. I, I mean, I, I drove an $80,000 car the week before that, you know, super hot rod, very, very cool, blah, 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 blah. But this Honda, first of all, the styling is spectacular. Uh, the color, the one I have is called Morning Mist. And if you looked at it in different lights, it changed colors. It kind of like a chameleon effect. Tons of power, paddle shifters, 180 horsepower, 1.5 liter direct injection, turbocharged four-cylinder. Uh, I, I can go on and on and on about the accoutrement, it, it will be the word I used. Uh, but it has every bell and whistle you could possibly imagine. I mean, you could put a kitchen sink in it. I know where it could go because the back seat is, is big enough. But uh, fantastic big moonroof, sunroof, 9-inch. Uh, visual display, touch controls all over it. Ergonomically, which is the way things are laid out inside a car, this might be maybe the best ergonomically laid out car I've ever driven. Uh, super comfortable seats, paddle shift, steering wheel, everything just kind of, you know, fits. Uh, it's It's got the blind blind spot warning, lane detection. It even shows you how close you are to the edge of the lane you're in. A blind spot monitoring, the backup system with the camera, with the alert, because uh, nobody pays attention anymore. They just zoom down the, you know, the, the, the supermarket aisle 100 miles an hour and you know, hope they don't get hit. Uh, works like a charm. Trust me, it, uh, it saved me uh, uh, at least once or twice. Uh, massive adjustment to the seats. It's it's just um, for twenty eight thousand dollars. And when I started driving this car for the first day, I didn't look at the window sticker. I thought this car was probably going to be forty grand, or maybe a little more. No, thirty one city, thirty eight highway with thirty four as an average. I got better than that. I can't. I, I'm looking at a at a Monroni right now that's got. Probably one, two, three, four, five, seven paragraphs of features. Just so much. Phenomenal uh, sound system. It, uh, you know, I, I, I like to like a like little electronic music, a little maybe, maybe a little bit of headbanging stuff. And uh, what can I tell you? <laughs> a lot of fun to drive. Handles like a dream. Goes fast like crazy. Paddle shifter works great. Big old sunroof. Just a ton of car. If you're looking for something in this, I would say twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars segment, uh, I would definitely suggest that you go drive one because it might just, well, it'll make you very happy. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks, Honda. Thanks, Drive Shop. It's a 2022 Civic uh, 1.5T four-door touring, a hell of a machine. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> so the person least likely to win the 2022 Daytona 500 is Quinn Huff at 300 to 1. 
Okay. Uh, then let's see. Josh Bailicki, Garrett Smithley. Let's just go a little Todd Gilliland, Ty Dillon, Noah Gregson, Landon Castle, uh, Kaz Grala, Corey LaJoy, who's been a guest on the show. Daniel Suarez at 66 to 1. Shocked me. A.J. Allmendinger at 40 to 1. A.J. got a, a good win last year. Uh, Justin Haley, who did get a, a range shortened win a few years ago in the number 77 car, the Spire car. Uh, let's just kind of slide up the top. Uh, Bubba Wallace is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Bubba Wallace is actually eighth, one ahead of Kurt Busch. Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr. is down uh, the list a bit. Uh, Eric Amarola, who almost won a couple years ago. Christopher Bell, uh, he won a race last year. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the former Mr. Danica Patrick, uh, always good on the plate tracks. Uh, Chase Elliott, also Joey Logano's fourth. One, two, three, four. Joey Logano's fourth. Ryan Blaney's fifth. William Byron. There's a there's kind of a theme there. But here we are. The guy and Kyle Larson is third. That and he's got quite a few wins at Daytona, so I get it. And these are the early, the early odds by uh, Bet Online. It's the sandwich, Denny Hamlin sandwich, which, and you heard Bob Pocker say a couple of weeks ago, and I, I loved it when I told him the Denny Ham sandwich story. Said, Bob doesn't laugh a lot. I, I had him laughing pretty good. He sent me a text after the show. He's like, "Dude, you're 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 crazy." But he loved my uh, Denny Ham sandwich uh, deal, and I asked him if, if Denny likes uh, craziness and insanity and, you know, that whole deal, and, and he agreed, and so did I, that uh, Denny kind of likes that way. So uh, if you go with this one, it's Denny Hamlin, Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, Joey Logano, Ryan Blaney. That, uh, one, two, three, four, five. That's your top five. I'm not very good at math. That's why I talk for a living. Uh, sometimes I even challenged uh, there. But uh, and our our our, our man Martin Truex Jr. kind of down like about fifteenth. So we'll see what happens. Uh, it's it's not that far away. Uh, trust me when I when I tell you. Uh, very quickly too there, and I meant to get to this earlier. There was a lot of uh, uh, consternation about the way the twenty twenty one Formula One season ended. Uh, I like the, 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 the call the race director made. I think it was the right decision. I'm glad Sebastian Vettel won. And uh, what can I tell you? Uh, that's going to put a wrap on two hours of the best damn motorsports show you're ever going to hear. Follow us uh, at, at racecentralmedia.com. Tweet with us at racecentral on Twitter. And we'll see you tomorrow at the WeatherTech retail store. Bring something. Donate to the fire victims. American Red Cross is going to be the benefactor. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So what can I tell you? For Sid the Kid over there, I'm Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen. Love you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And visit us at racecentralmedia.com.